What's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to another Throwback Thursday edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And every now and then, I like to bring up some shows from the past just to give you all a taste for all of my new listeners. I have over 800 episodes dating back to 2011. So when I get the opportunity, I just want to drop a clip of a certain show just to give you all something to listen to that you may have missed to help give you some perspective on where the show used to be and how it's evolved to get you familiar with some of the show legends. Drop these every every now and then on Thursdays and um, hopefully you can um, get the most out of it and enjoy yourself and be entertained. This show aired December 23rd back in 2014. I was joined by callers and show legends to discuss side pieces and the use of the slang term thought. I was joined by Eminem, Buck, Crystal, and two people you may not be familiar with. One is Bernard, who called the show back in the day, you know, now and then, and he made an appearance. And we were also joined by Jasmine in Detroit. She is the daughter of show legend Crystal Hickerson. She was 19 years old at the time, and it was her first appearance on the show. She was very helpful to the conversation, and after hearing her, you would swear that she's the love child of Crystal and Eminem. I mean, just listen, and you can tell for yourself. So, December 23rd, 2014, we talked thoughts. And, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I almost forgot that the episode had a couple of hilarious segments in them. There's one before the show intro that my friend Curtisa did for me out in Texas. And I'm embarrassed to say that I don't remember who did the second voiceover in the side chick agreement. So I truly apologize, and you're more than welcome to call me out uh, for not remembering. So um, that's that's on me. But, okay, here we go. Toys for Thoughts, T2Q, 2014. Throwback Thursday. Merry Christmas. Enjoy. Welcome to the first ever T2Q Toys for Thoughts fundraiser. The Toys for Thoughts drive started as a way to help men during the holidays who have to appease their side chicks without further jeopardizing the relationships that they have with their real women. The T2Q Toys for Thoughts drive takes donations to make sure that Thoughts also have a Merry Christmas and not get items that are regifted. What exactly do Thoughts want for Christmas? Things such as a pack of black and mouths, a burnt CD with Fred Hammond and Wiz Khalifa, Tweety Bird seat covers, some lace fronts, some big red gum, or some Japanese cherry blossom spray. The list goes on. So Google T2Q and find the link to the Toys for Thoughts Drive and make your contribution today. Every dollar you donate goes directly to a thought in need of a happy holiday. And Merry Christmas to all of you from T2Q. <laughs> What's going on, people? All right. I want to welcome all of you to the Talk to Q Radio show tonight. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And yes, this is the first hour of the Toys for Thoughts telethon. But I'll get to that in just a second. Before I get started, let me first of all wish all of you a very Merry Christmas. If you don't practice Christmas, then Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, whatever it is, happy holidays if you don't believe in anything, all right? So, now, this is the time where the show legends and I start the discussion, and, you know, I want to see what they think and see what you, the listeners, think. 
If you can't chime in live tonight, then hit me up on Twitter at any time and use hashtag T2Q. You can also email your comments to me at talktoqnow at gmail.com. Now, if you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey over to talktoq.com. And I know I'm throwing out a lot of addresses here, so keep up, all right? And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find me on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. T2Q radio show number 424 starts right now. And the first thing I want to do is welcome everyone to the first ever T2Q Toys for Thoughts fundraiser. Where's my applause here? There we go, my fake applause. The Toys for Thoughts drive started as a way to help men during the holidays to appease their side chicks, blah, blah, blah. All right, you, you kind of heard how things went down um, in the intro. But, all right, I got to be honest with you, this is really not a, a show that takes donation for thoughts. Okay, none of that's really true. It's not a fundraiser for side chicks. Tonight, we're going to take a, uh, it's kind of a satire, just to take a look at the world of side pieces, both men and women. And discuss how uncomfortable things can be around the holidays when someone doesn't know their place. As the Talk to Q Radio Show celebrates Christmas. Now I want to welcome on a couple of show legends who have dialed in. Let me travel to Skype, which I believe to the 248 area code. The outskirts of the Motor City of Detroit. And welcome on Crystal. Crystal, how are you? I'm fine, Q. How are you? I am doing well. Glad to have you on. And let me go to the 850, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. And welcome on, Buck. Buck, what's happening? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Crystal, how are you doing? Hey, Buck. All right, doing well, man. And Merry Christmas to you, too, man. All right. And shouts out to Buck Jr. in the background. I know you're happy to have him around for the holidays. So we'll go ahead and kick this thing off, 347-202-0215. Now, you know, like at the beginning of the show, um, I was talking about thoughts, and the title of the show is Toys for Thoughts and all that stuff. And I, I want to talk about the, thir- the term for a minute. Uh, thought is actually an acronym. It stands for that hoe over there. Okay. However, I don't know if it's a special category of hoe or, you know, I really don't understand the term. So I want to find out what it means from a guy's perspective. And, Buck, when you hear the term thought, what does that mean to you? Well, (laughs) it doesn't mean anything to me, really. But, uh, I mean, I don't even know what the acronym of thought means. but, But, you know, the thing is, until you said it, but, you know, it's just for me, you know, it just really don't mean much because I try to stay in a relationship long so that way I don't have to worry about side pieces. I mean, but if someone says, if so, you're having a conversation and someone says, man, look at that thigh over there or whatever, I mean, what what do you think they're talking about when they say that? Well, much, I mean, it could be a variety of things. I mean, if somebody said, ah, you know, look at that right there, it could, you know, if you know that person and you know that, you know, what they're, you know, they have a significant other. Then all of a sudden you see him out, you know, see him at the restaurant or whatnot, or wherever you hang out and see somebody else, and you're going, ooh, what's up with that? You know, that's kind of strange. I thought him and his wife were down like 
three flat tires on spare, you know, four flat tires on spare and whatnot. So, you know, you go, hmm, that's interesting, you know. All right. Well, Crystal, what does it mean to you? I mean, is it much different than the term, I guess, of, is it much different? Is it thought someone much different than someone who may be ratchet? Well, I think that mainly it's ratchet people who use the term thought. Okay. Um, so it's not really a term I use. Um, and not to say that my daughter is ratchet, which she's not, but it's more of a a younger term. I guess it's like brandy new kind of a term. So it's mm-hmm. not really a part of my world. I, I wouldn't use that term. So I wouldn't think much of it if someone said that. Or I would just think that that person either is trying to be young or hangs around really young people. Young is in their 20s yeah. or something. So, yeah, it's just not, it's not a term that's a part of my world. <laughs> okay. 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 And it probably doesn't fit the vernacular of most people over 30 years old. Um, when I first heard the word, I didn't quite see the fascination with it. You know, it didn't seem to flow off the tongue, um, you know, like most words do, derogatory words. But um, over time, I guess it just grew on me, and I, I don't use the term. But then again, I don't normally call people hoes or anything either. But uh, I don't use the term, but when I hear it now, I mean, I do kind of crack up if it's used properly, I guess, however that that way it is that you're supposed to use it. But um, I don't know. It's one of those words that kind of takes a life of a life of its own and then people just use it, use it, use it and they overuse it and then they start applying it to people that it probably does not apply to. And and Crystal, how do you feel about that as a woman? When you think about all the derogatory words out there and how some people can use the words and it almost it's like it's interchangeable with the word woman. You know, it's it's like they call everyone that and they don't necessarily have a place for the word. Well, I think it's um, the same as saying, you know, bitch, hoe. I don't think it's any worse than anything else that's being used. Um, Because actually, really what it is, is just you calling the person a hoe. Mm -hmm. And you just pointing out the location of the hoe. So, uh, So it's not really anything different than what's already being used out there. As a woman, unfortunately, we've gotten used to a lot of things being called so many different things. And um, it's really upsetting that there are new terms being designed to, you know, talk about a female. But it was probably a female who came up with it, actually. (laughs) Yeah, that might be true too. I think so. Well, Buck, I mean, as a a guy, you know, a father and all that stuff, how can you? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that people should do away with words. I mean, I know there's some words that aren't very nice that people use, but sometimes they apply. I mean, I hate to say it that way. So, I mean, what can you do as just an adult to? mentor young people and try to, you know, young guys to try to keep them from using that word so much and just, you know, what type of respect lessons are you teaching your kid? 
Oh, that's not that's not something he can do at all. He can't do stuff like that because, I mean, that's not the way he's raised. I mean, he knows point blank you got to treat women with respect. And you know, today today's time things are a whole lot different than what they were when we were coming up. I mean, because now, I mean, you could get a rape charge just for looking at a chick almost. You know, and that's the bad part about the thing. I mean, you can't give you have really have to kind of be quiet. You can't really say. You know, you know, you can say she looks good in a dress, and the lady take that the wrong way. Now, that's not all women, but some women do. Some girls do. And, you know, when you, let's say you're a football star. We'll use that football star that got in trouble a few years ago. Ended up going to jail for, I think it was like 10 years. But he got out in five because the girl, you know, he got out for good behavior or whatever. And the girl, you know, he found the, uh, the girl looked up him, or he looked up the girl on Facebook, and then the girl said he didn't rape her, rape him or whatever. So, you know, you really have to be real careful about what you're doing because today, I mean, you just can't you can't compliment women almost anymore because you don't want you know you don't want the wrong thing. Plus, you got some girls out there that's uh, they're they look older than what they actually are. You know, it's got to the point now if you're single and you're dating, you need to see a damn birth certificate to make sure you ain't you know running running around with a damn you know girl that's under 20 years old, 21 years old or something. So. You really got to be careful what you're doing. So the things that I'm teaching him is I'm trying to teach him being careful. He has to be, you know, respectful to all women. And you, you just have to make sure you're doing the right things because you can get yourself in a lot of trouble real fast in today's time. Okay. Okay. Seems a bit extreme, but I get what you're saying. You don't want it to get to the point where things get out of hand. Okay. Well, let me dive into these questions about uh, – you know, it's the holidays, and so some people have a man or a woman, and I guess when it comes, well, let me say, when it comes to side pieces, I honestly feel like most guys know that they're a side piece, um, and I don't know if all women know because guys lie and kind of deceive a little bit, but in any event, if you're a side piece and it's the holidays, then more than likely. You're going to get your Christmas gift today or tomorrow, or you're going to get it Friday, <laughs> okay, because that person will be spending the holidays with their boo and not you. But uh, crystal side pieces are always thought to be women. People, when they hear the term side piece, they just assume it's a woman. But aren't there just as many men who are side pieces, if not more? Um, I'm sorry. What was the question? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Sorry. Okay, maybe Sorry. I should just answer my own questions tonight, <laughs> since I'm the only one listening. No, my daughter was talking. Come on. I said, aren't there just as many? Most people think of side pieces as women, but aren't there just as many men, if not more, who are side pieces? Um, no. I mean, I don't think so. I think um, we don't consider them side pieces. Um, they're usually just like friends or twin zone guys. Um, they're not the same as what a man thinks about a woman. A man is thinking of a woman as a side piece as an actual purpose in his life, like relationship-wise or whatever, but he she has a different compartment in his life um and he really actually needs her and wants to be you know with her 
still like he wants to be with his wife or whatever, um, but just for different reasons. But um, I don't think as many women um, actually have that kind of thought process. What? I'm young. I know. Um, my daughter would like to chime in on this um, side piece situation. Okay. Um, what's her She's name? 19, so. I'm Jasmine. Hello. Hi, Jasmine. Nice to meet you. So the question was about side pieces? Side pieces. Okay. Yeah, basically, do you think there are more men than women when it comes to side pieces? Because most of the time, people assume when you say the, the, the term side piece that you're talking about a woman. Well, there are a lot of side pieces. A lot of girls have side pieces. They just don't qualify him as a side Well, they could qualify him as a side piece. Like, girls could mess with a different boy at separate moments in their lives and still mess with a main guy. Like, it could be their, not boyfriend, but the main guy they talk to all the time. And then there's other guys who happen to come around. Maybe he takes me to a movie. Maybe he takes me out to eat. Maybe he takes me shopping. And then there's the main guy that you have emotions with and you do stuff with. There's definitely side pieces, a lot of guys' side pieces. Are you having sex with all these guys? No. Okay. No, but the side piece is very prominent. You could have a rich guy who happens to be a side piece. Hmm, he just happens to take me out shopping and take my friends out shopping too. And then there's the actual guy who you want to introduce to your parents. Okay, okay. So you're definitely th- saying that they're more male side pieces than there are women's side male. pieces. Sounds like. There are guys who are proud to be side pieces. Right, there and I agree with that both, too. Like, I want to be the side bleep. So you, do you think there's any honor in being a side piece? No, there's just not as much responsibility. Okay. Okay, very interesting. Confusing, but very interesting. I, I, I get what you're coming from, and I know why so many people under the age of, of, of 30 just have so much going on in their lives, because that was really complicated. But I understand completely. Thank you, Jasmine. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Let me go to the 601 area code, Jackson, Mississippi, and bring on my man, Bernard. Bernard, what's happening? Don't worry, Q. Q, I'm I'm, I'm listening to your question. I heard both your questions. I appreciate it, man. I'm so glad. (laughs) Now, I I understand what the young lady was saying. Some guys, it seems like some guys enjoy doing that because they don't want the attachment. Well, hey, I do what I do with her, and you know, she going about her business. Just like how some guys have some, when they have side women. I'm only with her for a few hours, you know, do what I got to do with her, and going about her business, no strings attached. It's almost more of a, a no strings attached relationship. And sometimes they may understand that, okay, well, this is what we're here for, and, and this is all I'm going to do. We have, we have relationships, but you buy me this and do that, and then you go about your business. And then to say, as you say, well, previous we used to call them what the late night call, right? Or that midnight run. Now they, uh-huh. I guess, determine. I mean, as I said, we're getting technologically. I mean, getting expanding. They call them side chicks now, the side piece. At first, what growing up, they called, well, that's my late night. That, that's my uh, my late night run. So this still basically the same thing. You know, it's, they just change, changing the terminology of it, change, change the terms of it. Okay, okay, but you think the advantages to being a side piece 
is that um, you just don't have to deal with the responsibility. You just show up and provide whatever service it is they're looking for. Um, like Jasmine said, it might be to take them shopping, to go out to eat. It could be sex. Whatever that thing is, you provide that and go home. So is that the advantage to being a side piece? Yeah, that's more of, you can say, a legalized, uh, as a pimping business or prostitution business. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. I appreciate that, man. Let me get you to hold for another moment. And, well, let me ask this question. I actually want to go back to Jasmine. I, I want to go back to get a little youth on the show. Jasmine, you still there? Yes, I am. Okay. Let me ask you this. Do you buy a side piece a Christmas present? Why or why not? No, you don't even let the side pieces know it's Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. You are so Anytime Christmas it's a party. holiday, you don't speak to the side piece. Okay, so you disappear yeah. for the holidays. Yeah, especially Valentine's Day and Christmas and all of those. You don't know. <laughs> but what about What's getting holiday? gifts? I mean, how are you to get? A, how are you going to get a gift from the rich guy if you don't, you know, holler at him? So that's when you got to pick out who your who your main gonna be. You got to make sacrifices if you want your main to be the rich one. Then that's the sacrifice you got to make for everybody okay. else. You know. She she knows the game so well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Buck, what do you think, man? Do you get your side piece of Christmas gift? Depends on the situation and who you're dealing with. I mean, because if you, you know, what if what if your side piece is better than your original piece? And <laughs> if the side piece, oh, and wow. if the side piece is doing what she's supposed to be doing, then that side piece gonna get a gonna get a Christmas gift. Now, you know, that's 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 optional. It depends on what's going on. Okay, so you said you'll buy your side piece of Christmas gift and she bringing it, huh? <laughs> if she bring if she if she bringing thunder and lightning like I bring it, then she gonna get a Christmas gift. If she not, then no. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. And I don't know. I just I just think that uh, it's not supposed to be that type of relationship to where gifts are exchanged. But uh, Crystal, let me ask you this: What if it's it's something that's related to like hypothetically, if I have a side chick. What if I buy something from Victoria's Secret? I mean, it's really for my benefit, but is that still crossing the line, and I shouldn't do that either? Um. Well, yeah, because that's, that gift is not really uh, – it's not a gift for her, per se. It's really a gift for you. Um. So, And that's what she's really about is the sex uh-huh. or whatever you're, you know, wanting out of her, which is, of course, sex if you're a guy. So um, I am. Yeah, <laughs> good. So yeah, I think that that's okay. Yeah, that's that's expected. Those kind of sex things or whatever is expected from okay. you know the guy and rent. Uh, right, right. <laughs> you know, that's expected too. Well, Crystal, let me ask you this, and Jasmine can give her two cents if she wants. But you know, side chicks. Are, you know, like we talked about labels earlier in the show, side chicks are some kind, sometimes labeled as thoughts. Um, but guys really don't have a title. I mean, yeah, you know, women call us dogs, but I mean, it's so played out. What name would you give to a guy, or is there a name out there that I'm not aware of? Please. <laughs> they call us please. 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 
they just sleazy. That's what they do. Um, well, I just, um, I don't have a separate name <laughs> for the guy because I just, it's just, man, um, I don't, I don't have a separate name for them because I expect most men to be that way anyway. So mm-hmm. that's not, um, I think as far as being, you know, like a side piece or whatever, it, you know, I think kind of what Jasmine was saying most guys do like that because they don't have to do anything for you if you, if they know that's the category that they're in. But also, it's the fact that um, that's what men want. You don't have to do anything in order. You don't have to put them in a, in a category. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is call them or text them, and then they can come over and do whatever you need or whatever. I mean, that's what they're about, mostly. I mean, you know? I mean, so it's not like... Um, you have to work at it. Just like with with a woman, you have to work at it. You have to, there are things you have to do for her in order for her to I be, know, y'all uh, make things so difficult. Well, because that's just the way it is, because we don't need it like you need it. Y'all you know, claim you do. Well, not really. I mean, it's not like we would actually get blue balls or, or we wake up with a heart on. I mean, those things don't happen. I mean, we may like it, but if we didn't have it, it, we wouldn't die or anything from it, you know. So it's not on our mind 24-7. And for okay. those women who, who it is, that's, that's horrible. It's so sad for them. I think because it's that's great. Only, that's, a, that's a gift. No, we could be, you have need to be able to turn it on and off. Why? You know, you turn it on and off. Why? What do you mean, why? So you can tell him no and mean it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like you can say, look, you know, I don't have this, or you did this, so therefore you get no sex. Boom. There it is. Good night. Mm. I mean, if I can't not do that, then my power is gone. And you're a thought. Oh, my God. I don't say thought. Yeah. Well, we all know there shouldn't be any leverage in a relationship, but... That's a talk show for. That's another talk show for another day. That's what's wrong with relationships. Everyone wants leverage. They want something over the other person, and that's why the divorce rate is over fifty percent. I mean, you know, people don't share anything anymore. Sex is to be shared. It's not to be given. A woman can't give me sex, all right, because she's getting something too. So there's thing is giving anyone sex. Y'all need to get that out of your head. And I promise you, your relationships will go so much more smoother. But again, like I said, that's a topic for another show. Let me go to Bernard. Bernard, you know, there used to be like this verbal agreement when it came to side pieces. And, um, you know, like an unspoken contract. And nowadays, it's really not. Now you have side pieces who want to be promoted from number two to number one. And, uh, Bernard, did you know there was actually a side piece agreement? No, I did not. No, and there is a side piece agreement. You've been married for for how long? I've been married for 10 years, so I'm I'm glad I don't know that. (laughs) That's a good thing. Let me give you an example of it. This is um, a side piece agreement that someone is reading. I, Keisha, promise to keep my mouth shut about our business at all times. 
I promise never to converse with your girl in person, on the phone, or social media. I will be available for whatever four nights a week. As a side chick, I will respect the hours of communication and text before I call. I will know my place and remain in my side chick place. I am not allowed to get jealous. I will pretend to be a friend, showing no signs of emotions in public, and fuck you like an animal in private. Signed, Keisha. I mean, that's pretty, it's, it's explicit, but it's pretty direct. But now, what happened to that agreement? Where did the lack of respect for relationships really take over? I mean, don't get me wrong. The person who has the side piece is already disrespecting the relationship. But where did the side piece start dissing the relationship? When I, I, I again, that's some street terminology they were saying, and I guess it took off. The respect for a relationship has, as you can say, it's been destroyed ever since the African days. If you go to some place and you got my thirty one 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 man had three thousand wives, there's something wrong with that. So, so I, I don't think I, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't provide an answer because I'm not in that situation. So. I can't provide an answer for that one. All right, Buck, let me go to you. Where do you think it all went sideways, man? At one time, you used to hear about, uh, like when we were growing up, we used to hear about people that had, um, I mean, outside kids and all that stuff, and, you know, some people didn't know about it and everything. But at some point, it seemed like things changed, and now everybody wants to be number one. Everybody wants to be Olivia Pope, you know, and you got side pieces talking about earn me and all this other stuff. When did that all turn around? Man, I just think, like, from from what I can understand, probably, you know, from what I've seen and, you know, what I've experienced, I would say probably somewhere around the, you know, somewhere in the 80s when everybody started having freedoms and, uh, you know, pretty much were able to do whatever they wanted to do. When they wanted to do, they were able to explore and do different things. And uh, the longer they stayed with that particular person, you know, the more that they, they felt that, hey, you know, maybe I should be number one. Damn, the other person, the other person ain't really doing their damn job. So, you know, maybe I need to go ahead and, you know, turn up the wick a little bit so I can go ahead and keep this roster so that way I ain't got to worry about it. So, you know, I just think somewhere, I would say somewhere during the 80s, man, because, I mean, everybody was free and free-spirited and, you know, People just start doing, you know, making a little bit of money and things of that nature. I just think those things, you know, all kind of work together, and that's when things started really, you know, going. That you know, the, these side pieces that we be speaking of, they start saying, "Hey, I should be number one." Okay. Well, let me go to back to the six hundred one area code, Jackson, Mississippi, and bring on a, a man that I know would definitely know, Eminem. What's happening, man? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Now, Eminem, when did all this side piece stuff go wrong, man? At one time, you know, the side person knew their place, and now everybody wants to be number one. I mean, when do we see the change, man? Um, I, I like what Buck said, but just to add to that, man, uh, see when when uh when they brought crack over here to destroy the ghetto, it fucked up the natural order of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Number one, it fucked up the pimp game. You know, you had hoes out here now going from, you know, a minimum of maybe 50 bucks down to like $10 and $5 and shit like that. So, <laughs> adversely, 
adversely that affected everything else too, because what it did it forced guys to uh, invest, uh, well, so to speak, invest more, you know, in a woman on the side, you know, because the one time in history, you know, other than the country, you know, if you lived in a pretty well-populated area, it don't have to be a big city. Well, you know, this shit, you go around the corner, you know, buy some pussy, get your rocks off, and go on about your business. But uh, when when the crack hit the scene and fucked up the pimp game, they started, you know, messing everything up, then what what guys did was, well, look, man, I, I can't be dealing with no whole stealing from me and all that shit. So, you know, they started taking, uh, you know, side women more serious, and then that shit went to the hoes head because they think they are entitled because for once in history, well, you know, American history anyway, a guy had to uh, – uh, step it up a little more. You know, it got more competitive. You had, like, you know, five or six guys buying for the same chick to be on the side. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, you know, from so a, a, a whole went from, a, you know, $2.50 Popeye's uh, uh, special to shit, you know, bitch talking about she want a ring and minks and all this shit, and, and some of these crazy-ass niggas crazy enough to pay for it. So that went to the head, so... Monkey see, monkey do. This next chick see what this girl doing, and then it just go out of the way. All right? Bring it up to speed. Add rap to the mix. See what I'm saying? You got, you know, people spending astronomical amounts of money in clubs for the first time. You see what I'm saying? Now, all of that, all of that adds to the subculture. So when you have all this subculture going around, it adversely affects the culture. So there you have it. You know, now you have all these entitled hoes. You know, they want to uh, add glamour to the shit, you know, especially with these, you know, uh, these reality hooker shows, you know, uh, Housewives of Atlanta, Love and Hip Hop and all that type of shit. You know, uh, chicks getting ho- getting getting rich off of athletes. You know, one time athletes weren't getting paid that much for women to just go out there where they have babies for them. You know, that shit started like what? Mid eighties when they start really start getting paid. Yeah, you know? first million dollar contracts. Yeah. So, you know, to to, to beat this damn buzz because I know it's coming, uh, you know, that kinda that kinda brings everybody up uh, historically, you know, up to speed on how we arrived at this fucked up point in time. Okay. Okay. Very interesting, very interesting. A lot of good stuff in there and I uh I can see your points on, on some of that. And let me go back to to Jasmine. And, and Jasmine, let me ask you this. Do you think that, just from a woman's perspective, do you think that a side chick goes into her arrangement with some dude with the mindset that she wants to be number one? Or you you think that maybe she starts off not in that in that mindset? Yeah, definitely most side chicks go into the situation thinking that they can take over whatever's going on with his already girlfriend or main chick just because she he's already coming to her anyway, so she feel like she got a power over the other girl. Okay, so you said they go into it with the intentions of taking over. Okay. All right, and I can see that. I guess that makes sense. I always wonder if it's something that maybe they just caught feeling sometime during everything or – but I guess it makes more sense that they're starting off kind of on the wrong foot. Um, so 
Crystal, let me ask you, can a, and this will be the last one on the topic, but Crystal, can a side piece ever be a legitimate number one? I mean, man or woman. I mean, can they be a trustworthy significant other? Yeah, it can happen. I mean, you can, um, because there's some some side pieces, um, and they're a very small percentage, but there are some side pieces who are... um, who are very similar to Olivia Pope in the in the sense that they are a side piece um, by technicality. Um, they're not, you know, it's not. They're really the main chick, but he is married with kids or some shit. And so, so like bad timing, in other words. Bad timing. Bad timing. Yeah. So, so kind of like the movie Brown Sugar. Huh? Or you meet somebody and you're you're already in a relationship and they um and this, they're your soulmate, so you have to get out of that situation. So I mean, like I said, it's it's very rare, but every now and again, people two people do meet and they actually want to be together and they love each other or they fall in love and um it's just. Yeah, bad timing that this person is in a relationship, but maybe they need to get divorced or get out of it. So it can happen, but it's rare. Okay. And, Buck, do you agree with that? Most definitely. I mean, if the the side piece is doing everything that she's supposed to be doing, then she can definitely be number one. I mean, as long as she's doing the things that she's supposed to be doing, I don't see why she can't. And they can be more loyal and more dedicated to what you're looking for than what the other piece was. So it most definitely can be a situation that can work out to be a positive one. Okay. So Eminem, but what about the old saying that, you know, if a person cheats with you, they'll cheat on you? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, the first time something go wrong, you already know the deal, you know. <laughs> so, uh but, you know, I, I think Crystal had a great point, though. I mean, you know, uh, sometimes it's all – I like what she said about timing because uh, especially – that you see that a lot in, in modern-day America because so many people make fucked-up decisions when they're so young, you know, mm-hmm. uh, getting pregnant by the wrong dude, getting the wrong chicken head pregnant, um, uh, maturing later, you know, because you don't spend – up to your damn thirties playing video games, so now you really understand more about yourself and all that kind of stuff. And uh, some people, uh, well, most people, may be in a better financial place, and they, you know, are more confident or whatever about pursuing the type of person they really probably want to be with anyway. So, uh, you know, I, I think those were, you know, good insights by, by you know, Chris Van Buck, you know. Uh, but at the same time, hey, you know, that percentage is kind of small. You know, it's it's, you know, you see that shit a lot, and maybe something like a, you know, with uh, uh, immigrants and shit like that, because they used to have you know more seriousness about relationships. So if you cheating with a, you know, a chick trying to get citizenship, well, you know, she probably gonna be loyal anyway. You know, she just. <laughs> You know. At least she becomes a citizen of nothing else. So. Right, right, right. You know. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, I mean, overall, I just think that the whole side piece phenomenon is just, it's crazy now. I, I think that, I don't even know if people even consider themselves 
a side piece at all. Like like Jasmine said, a lot of people just probably think that they're number one from the get-go. Now, men, probably not as much because men like being able to show up, knock it out the box, and go home with no responsibilities. But I think women go into it with a different mindset a lot of times. And um, they're looking to be number one. And, I mean, the question is, you know, can they be a legitimate number one? I don't know. Um, I mean, there are a lot of people who feel like you can trust a woman quicker than you can a man. But, I mean, maybe that's that's antiquated thinking as well. I mean, when you think about um, how things are nowadays and everyone's so sexually liberated and stuff. But I, I just think that ultimately, if you're going to be number two, if you know that you're number two, all right, not a situation where you're being cheated on. If you know that you're number two, I feel like personally you should just respect that and know your place. You know, that's just how I feel. You should know your place. And if you want to be number one, then wait your turn and don't rock the boat because, I mean, you know, karma's out there. It's going to come back on you. So just wait your turn. If it's meant to be, it's going to happen. If it's not, then it won't. It's just that simple. And that's going to do it for this Throwback Thursday edition of the Talk to Q radio show. Go to TalkToQ.com and find all things T2Q there. You can follow me on social media at TalkToQ. And be sure to like my Facebook fan page to be alerted of upcoming Facebook Live episodes of the Talk to Q radio show. You can join the live stream and comment with your thoughts during the show and have them read on the air. I truly appreciate you listening, and I hope that you have a great day. All right.